So welcome to Why Apply, the podcast about the Scottish Quality and Safety Fellowship. Today we've got Amanda Gotch with us, who, what cohort were you, Amanda? Cohort 12, the best cohort, Kate. Best cohort, absolutely. <laughs> and, um, and I think like it's the same kind of, all, like once a fellow, always a fellow. So the fellowship was really just the start of it, isn't it? Um, so do you want to tell me a bit about yourself? Yeah, so so as you said, I'm Amanda. Um, uh, my current role is I'm a program manager for the Realistic Medicine program in NHS Grampian and NHS Orkney, and I'm also a midwife. Um, I I have worked as a midwife uh, all over the UK and and overseas as well, uh, but came back to Scotland 11 years ago and have been working in NHS Grampian since then. So yeah, and where what brought you back to Scotland? Um, really family. I uh, was in Australia. Um, I'd gone to Australia to work for a year um, in maternity services over there. Um, I had a, a specialty that, and they were looking to set up a service over there. Um, I was a bereavement midwife. Um, so so worked there for four years because I loved it so much and, and worked for a great hospital over there and, and set up the service and it's still going strong today. Um, and, and I would have stayed a bit longer, but it is halfway around the world. And <laughs> so so came back. Um, and and have not regretted it at all. I, up until the pandemic, I was going back every couple of years anyway uh, yeah. to see to see friends over there. It is my second home. <laughs> oh, nice! I know that it's hard to leave it, but you always know it's here, don't you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, and then, so what brought you to the fellowship? So yeah, it's an interesting one. I um, I was working. Uh, it was a new post that was set up in NHS Grampian Maternity Services. Um, I was a quality risk and governance midwife, and the idea behind that post was was really learning from adverse events and how we could um, basically. Well, the idea would be to stop the adverse event happening in the first place, but when they do happen, making sure that we're using quality improvement methodology um, to to really make significant, meaningful changes um, for for colleagues for of course women and families and for the service um so so the quality risk and governance were, were were all put in together and when i started in the role my my line manager the then chief midwife um uh, suggested that i look at what courses or what um uh, kind of support was out there to be able to to develop the role um and i came across the scottish quality and safety fellowship and thought well that sounds really good and what i'm looking for and and it sounded a bit different to the normal the normal courses that you would do um, so I said well I think I'll put in an application for this and 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 see how it goes um, I got support from our one of our quality improvement advisors at the time to put together um, my application um, it was a significant application and I thought well in one way that bodes well um, but also yeah. I, 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 I I wanted to to give it the time and uh, that it needed so so advice for anybody is give yourself plenty of time to work on your application um, so it went backwards and forwards a few times made a few changes and in it went great and yeah and what was so meaty about the application so they wanted to know well first of all why was I applying for it and I suppose it's one of those things I, I'm sure there'll be plenty of people listening to this that have applied for courses and, and we do mandatory education all the time and maybe don't think of it as any big thing it's just something that we do but this wanted to, to know how I was going to use it why was I applying for this and and also what was the initial idea of my project um, and up until doing the application form I hadn't even considered that I would 
would need to do a project to learn stuff. I thought they'd show me and teach me how to do these things and then I'd put it into practice. So so it's a different way, I suppose, of already starting the, the fellowship journey is with the application form. Um, and I, I, I hadn't realised until I got the phone call to say, that I'd got onto the fellowship when I was in B&Q and got very emotional, how much I'd actually put into it. Um, it really meant something to me. So I think it, it takes you past that that usual just applying to do a course. And it's actually more about you as a, as a practitioner. Um, and I say that as a quality improvement practitioner, not necessarily a clinical practitioner. Yeah. So what did you what did you expect from the fellowship? And then how did it match up to that? <laughs> so so part of my application process was to meet with um somebody who was in cohort 11 um and which I did a couple of times and we stayed in touch and still message now and again um and the first thing she said to me is it will change your life and I, I was like what are you talking about it's a course it's not going to change my life it's I've done plenty of courses before and my life didn't change how wrong I was um I, so my expectation was it would just be another course. It would just be another thing that I would do and I would go and sit and I would be taught and, and I might do a few, you know, icebreaker things. And, um, and, and it, you know, at the end of it, though, I would come out with with skills, with new skills, new knowledge, uh, and I would put those into practice. What I didn't expect is how it would develop me as Amanda um, and what it would what it would do for and to me um, and the friends the contacts the, the lifelong friends I would make and I know we're going to be in touch forever already um, I was not expecting that I was not expecting how it would change my career um, and I was not expecting how I would then go on and apply to do a master's in quality improvement. Oh, wow. um, so, so yeah, it's, um, it's my expectations were the usual and it totally smashed them. Yeah, <laughs> and it's given me far more than I ever imagined it would. Yeah. And what, like, what was your, I mean, it sounds like there's a lot there, but was there, <laughs> was there a bit of learning that was like a light bulb moment or that you, feel was unforgettable in in the first year of the wow. top of them. well well we were the unique we were the everlasting cohorts remember we were through the pandemic oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so so um I suppose having having those connections and having that safe space to go to through the pandemic when we were all dealing with so much professionally, personally, speaking with colleagues, you know, in other countries, knowing that you weren't doing this alone. And I know that sounds weird, but but I think, you know, when when you work in, in healthcare, sometimes it can be a lonely place when you're dealing with significant hardship, whatever that would be, because we we're kind of taught and we're, we're, there's a culture of resilience and I think that that can be misconstrued as having to do stuff tough alone um, which it isn't um, but as from a quality improvement point of view the light bulb moment was just going I think I mean it wasn't one specific moment I think it was just the whole thing thinking I can do this of course I can do this this isn't a science this isn't this isn't com complex well no it is complex and complicated but this isn't difficult and we shouldn't make it difficult 
quality improvement is and should be for everybody. It's not about looking at all these different, you know, plots, uh, charts and run charts and, you know, um, necessarily. I mean, we, of course, data is important, but it's just about giving it a go. And, and, and I mean, PDSA, my, you know, Plan, Do, Study, Act, four words. Um, and the difference that can make to whether something works or not. But So it's probably the simplicity of, of um, quality improvement, uh, the accessibility of it, um, but also knowing that it's OK if it doesn't work. That's not a failure. That's just a different way of learning. Yeah. And there's always something to learn, isn't there, from failure? Oh that you can share but we're not very good at sharing failure are we no (laughs) absolutely not because that's wrong (laughs) yeah yeah we get rewarded for the right answers and we kind of hide away the wrong ones um but I think it's so powerful particularly for like more junior colleagues to show you know I've I've been in this job a long time and I I got this wrong um or I I had this idea but it didn't work you know yeah. And and um, and I think the, the, the fellowship is great for kind of giving you permission to do that. Absolutely. I'm so much more confident now going, nope, that was me. I, I did that. I, I got it wrong. And OK, what how can we do that differently next time? Or, or tell me how I could have done that differently. You know, saying to people, you you help me with this. If I if that yeah. wasn't right that time, tell me, tell me why and tell me how. And and then I'll know next time. Yeah. Um which is a huge positive. That's good. <laughs> you see yeah. everyone sort of lightening in the room if somebody does yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I mean, you've probably touched on this, but is there? How has it affected you professionally? Going so yeah, so I'm I'm uh, quite quite soon. Um, I, well, we hadn't actually finished the fellowship again because of because of the pandemic, but I'd, we'd come to the end of the coursework, um, and I I started to link in with colleagues in the wider organisation um, to find out what opportunities there were. Because one thing certainly in our whole cohort in cohort twelve, you know, the message from our presentation was how are you going to use us? Because you know, up until I started on the fellowship, I couldn't have told you who in, in my health board has done the fellowship before. And I think that's one thing we're not so good at. Um, one of my my co-fellows, um, John Thompson, has, has, has started a Teams channel in Grampian to try and connect all the fellows together and try and find out what we're doing, what we're working on. But I wanted to be active in, in utilising the fellowship, what I'd learned on the fellowship. So I, I reached out to our head of transformation because that's an area of work I, I was really interested in. Um, because I'd seen that there was a job around about realistic medicine and the first I'd heard of realistic medicine was on the fellowship I'd never heard of it before but we had somebody come and talk to us about it so that was useful Um, so at the time 12 months of comment um, to come and work as a program manager never done that before I'm a midwife Um, Mm -hmm. but but basically it was utilizing the skills I'd learned on the fellowship uh, but I also wanted to learn other skills so so I'm doing that at the moment my my comment was extended Um, I'm, I'm also I'm always on the lookout to see how I could utilise this more. I'm supporting my colleague who's in uh, cohort 14 at the moment through the fellowship, so I'm doing that. Um, I, I still give support to quality improvement projects as well. Um, so I'm one of the team for Access QI in Grampian um, and also supporting PRAMS, which is the pregnancy, um, well, the optimization of um, iron levels in pregnancy, the national uh, programme for that, so I'm helping with that. Um, 
so yeah, I'm not doing the same job as I was before. Um, and also, as I mentioned, I'm in, onto my fourth module of a quality improvement and patient safety master's. <laughs> I laugh that when end. I say that. <laughs> when do you uh, have my, the time to do that? My children are grown up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, doing that part time. <laughs> um, so and that's that's been brilliant. Uh, hated doing it initially because it was all virtual but I'm I, I've just done my research, research module and I have never loved research before uh, and I do now so so yeah so things have changed dramatically um and my plan is in the next few years I I would I would really like to be working at a national level that is what I'd like to be doing <laughs> and um and what's sort of one thing that you now believe that you if you talked to Amanda before the fellowship she would have never believed it I could change things I could make a difference I I probably thought I could do that in Aberdeen Maternity Hospital in the job I was doing I was making a difference very locally mm-hmm. but now there's no limit to the difference I don't think I'd be capable of making um to say I was confident before, <laughs> I, I was quietly confident at work. I I I I project my confidence. Um, I'm actually quiet at home. <laughs> um, <laughs> nobody does. Uh, my husband's the extrovert in our relationship. Imagine that. Um, yeah, fun, but, <laughs> fun couple to go for a dinner party with. <laughs> oh, especially if there's gin involved. Um, <laughs> um, but no, now I I. I really believe I can do that and and that the the difference I could make whether it's in I, I'd love it to be in maternity services um for women for families for pregnant people to to really ensure that they get the experience that they want um which is so different to I think how we've been how we've been directed before it's about safety and quality but when you actually dig down into it in maternity services what we want is for for pregnant people and 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 their families to have that experience that they want and we shouldn't presume to know what that is without asking them yeah I can tell you've always had like that passion yeah so what like what what else was it that the fellowship gave you can you distill it down tools it's given me the tools yeah. yeah, I think what it's done is it's it's given me a way of 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 evidencing that and maybe making it, you know, what what I it's connecting the head and the heart. That's probably the easiest way to to say it. It's what I felt in in my heart and in my gut, you know, w- w- was potentially right or maybe not. As we say, we make mistakes, we get it wrong. But using my head and my tools and my skills and the knowledge I've gained from the fellowship to connect the two. Yeah. So so when I go to somebody and say, you know, this is going to make a difference, I can say to them, and this is how and this is why, and answer the so what question as well. So and knowing that that needs to happen yeah. to be able to go, yeah, OK, go ahead, do it. Well, that's amazing, Amanda. You can come into my work anytime. <laughs> Will there be gin? <laughs> yeah. thanks so much for sharing your story so far and um, maybe we'll maybe we'll do this again in five years and see where you are then (laughs) see where I am yeah Yeah. Yeah. oh I might have retired by then who knows (laughs) no you're not allowed to retire no